Hello, rioters. Welcome back to the Diet Riot Sweat Repeat Podcast. This podcast is all about getting off that insane hamster wheel of diet culture where we go on a diet and then we binge. That's the riot part. And then we sweat to get rid of all that binging we did. And then we start the process over. Uh, Have you been there? Have you done that? (laughs) I know I have. I'm Tiffany Kane. I am your host. And today I'm coming to you with another episode about exploring this hamster wheel, this diet hamster wheel and how we can get off it. As you all know, I have been on the journey to get off this darn hamster wheel. And at the same time, I am a 49 year old woman that is post hysterectomy and has a fracture in my back that um, is hindering some of my physical activity. And so there's kind of a lot of things going on that are affecting my body currently. And I'm really working hard to have a, a good positive body image amidst all the changes in my body. I am absolutely 100% committed to getting off the diet hamster wheel. And when I say diet, I'm talking about those fad diet things, right? Those things where you're like, well, I'm on a diet for the next two weeks, or I'm on a diet for this month. I want to lose five pounds. I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 30 pounds. I'm going to diet. I'm going to starve myself. And I'm going to uh, deny myself X, Y, and Z so that I can lose this weight. That's diet, right? That is lowercase d. I'm talking about diet uppercase d. This is the healthy diet. This is the I'm eating to live and to fuel my body and to feel healthy. And I'm trying to learn how to diet capital D, right? How to live in a healthy way to fuel my body. And if you're like me and you have lived your entire life on the diet hamster wheel, relearning how to eat is not easy. So I, I went to a specialist, a nutritionist that's also a fascia specialist and uh, does a lot of work on the body and aligning the body and, and learning how the muscular skeletal system and the dietary system and just how all of your systems work together. And I was really drawn to her because I'm trying to take a more holistic approach. I feel like when I go to a doctor with my problems, they want to put me on medication. And medication has a time and a place. I am not anti-medication. But I have this intuition inside me that there's more going on and I really want to get to the root cause. And so I went and visited her and she's about an hour and a half away from where I live. And, you know, I spent, I spent good money, good money to see her. And I am so glad I did. And I want to tell you a little bit about this experience and why I feel this is money well spent. I'm also going to refer back to The Body is Not an Apology by the lovely Sonia Renee Taylor. Uh, if you read, if you listen to any of my previous uh, episodes, you know that I read that book and was just 
absolutely blown away. Throughout her book, she has these unapologetic inquiries. And um, unapologetic inquiry number 14 says, when was the last time you made a purchase because you didn't feel good enough? Did the purchase change how you felt? If so, how and for how long? And I felt like this unapologetic inquiry was good for today. It was really wonderful for our conversation today because I spent money to feel better and I want to compare and contrast it to money in the past that I've spent to feel better. Looking in my <laughs> my drawer with all my intimates, my underwear, my panties, I probably have, I don't know, three, four, five different, actually, no, I'm sorry. It's closer to about six different kinds of Spanx. <laughs> and I hate them. I absolutely hate them. And I've never purchased them until about this last year and a half. And I purchased them to, you know, smooth things out under my clothing. And I would say that that was a purchase that was a bit of shame, right? Like, oh, I'm not liking how my belly's looking in this outfit. I'm not liking the cellulite I'm seeing. I'm not liking the dimples, the whatevers, and I need to smooth it out. So a little bit of shame there, right? Like never in my life had I worn undergarments like that before. <laughs> so that to me is a bit of a shame purchase. Now, the money that I spent to be with this body worker and nutritionist, Tamara Renee is her name, she's down in La Jolla, was amazing. Before I even walked through her door, she had, we did a Zoom appointment and she asked me a series of questions and pretty much pinpointed all of the things that my intuition told me were wrong. I had a feeling that my lymph system was all messed up. I just have a lot of muscle pain and swelling and like hurts to touch my legs. And so I had the intuition. My thought was, I think my lymph system is off. And as she's asking me questions, that is the conclusion she came to. Uh, and then she came to the conclusion about a couple of other things that also I had had a little bit of intuition about, but I wasn't sure how to fix. I've always had gut issues and they were exacerbated after my surgery. And my surgery, I had um, an infection in my intestines. It was awful. And so I got so pumped full of antibiotics. It wouldn't, you wouldn't even believe it. IV antibiotics and then oral antibiotics. So my fauna and flora inside my intestines is just so messed up. And I've been doing all kinds of things that I could think of to try to fix it. Kombucha and um, over-the-counter probiotics and trying to eat foods that would help with that. And she was so brilliant. She's like, okay, I want you to stop all of that. I think you have a candida overgrowth and basically you're feeding it with all of those things. And so she put me on an eating plan to help with that. And a, a regimen, she looked at my posture and noted things in my posture that I had never seen before and I had never noticed before that were affecting a lot of the pain in my body. And I just, I was blown away. 
right? Like she took pictures and pointed out to me. I was like, wait, what? And then I sat in the sauna for a little while and then came over onto her massage table. And she she did some beautiful facial blasting that um, really dug into a lot of my pain areas and has helped me out. And I'm definitely going back. It felt really good. So to me, that was money well spent. And yes, she put me on an eating plan. But I think it's a capital D diet rather than a lowercase d diet. Now, the lowercase d diet is the hamster wheel diet. It is the um, we are going to starve ourselves for the purpose of losing weight. It is we are going to deny. It is, you know, kind of pain, right? We're denying. We are basically we're taking away things for the purpose of losing, right? Like let's lose some weight, let's lose some inches. The capital D diet though is let's eat in a way that makes your body feel better so that you can gain life, right? Often a side effect is that you will lose inches and pounds because you're eating in a way that makes your body feel good, but it is not the ultimate goal. And so my ultimate goal with this eating plan that she put me on is to feel better, to have more energy, to have less gut issues, to have less inflammation and pain in my joints and muscles. And so that's what I'm doing. Uh, I'm pretty much cutting out sugar. She went through, I kept a log for three days of what I thought was pretty healthy eating. And she kind of tore it up and said, nope look at all these terrible things you're eating and here's why. And it was just that they were terrible for what my body was doing to me. And so I'm, I am doing a capital D makeover and I'm going to eat in a way that fuels my body and makes it feel good. So basically she wants me on a good amount of fat, good amount of protein and, you know, those healthy leafy greens, just a little bit of fruit, just a little bit. We've got a um, let that candida die down and let the good gut bacteria grow. And so I am going to do that. And it's an overhaul. It's a change, <laughs> but I'm going to do that. And I feel really good about the money I spent with her and the time I spent with her. And I feel good about this step. I also wanted to tell you another win. My scale, my scale that I had been addicted to that I stood on multiple times a day and would totally put me in a bad mood if the number did not say what I wanted it to say. And friends, it had not said what I wanted it to say in a long time. I took that scale and I hid it. Now I know where I hid it. So it's not like, you know, it's hidden from me actually, but it's out of sight and out of sight, out of mind. And I am not stepping on it every day. I am so proud of myself. I'm stepping on it maybe once a month or once every two to three weeks, just to kind of keep track of how I'm doing, but I'm not stepping on it every day. And that is a giant win for me. All right, friends, on that note, I want you to hear from amazing Tracy Mergler. Tracy talks about her battle with her eating disorder and the beautiful change she's made in her life to help herself and help others. I can't wait for you to hear what she says. My story begins like so many other stories. As a young girl growing up, 
and being asked to fit into a box, to look a certain way, to act a certain way, to talk a certain way. And so my eating disorder got started at the age of eight. And it was because it muted my voice and it muted my energy and it made my body look how others told me my body was supposed to look. And I struggled with that for the next 25 years. I was in and out of treatment facilities and followed what the doctors told me worked and it didn't work until about six years ago. I went to an inpatient center and spent nine months doing every single step of that process that they told me to do. And then I got home back to Syracuse, New York, and decided that to continue that process of recovery, I needed to build my own community model that mirrored what worked inside the rehab facilities and take away what didn't. And so I built this organization called Safe Space Organization, which is exactly that. It's a safe space. It's a space that individuals come to tell their stories with peer-to-peer support groups, modalities such as art and music, dance, creative writing, drumming, anything that adds to that toolbox of supplies. Because I've always said that eating disorders are like any other, are not like any other disorder or addiction, because you actually have to heal from it. You have to find a balance with it. You cannot just stay away from it. And so I learned that recovery was not just about food and tracking. It was also about finding your soul and finding your story and creating your passion and Part of my passion, part of my recovery is now doing that for the very community I live in. Isn't Tracy a beautiful example of using your time and your energy to make a difference in the world? I love that she has created this safe space for other people like her that are relearning unlearning and making new learning about their relationship with their body and their relationship with food. You know, and it was so, oh, I love what she said. And Tracy says, I have always said that eating disorders are not like any other disorder or addiction because you actually have to heal from it and find balance with it. You cannot just stay away from it. And she's right. We can't just stay away from food it's there. I mean, that's, that sustains life, doesn't it? And so finding a way to balance it out and allow it to sustain your life is so important. Rioters, I want to hear from you. So call in. There is, if you check in the show notes on this episode, you will see a little, a website address for you to go to and leave me a message. I want to hear your story. Respond to that unapologetic inquiry. When was the last time you made a purchase because you didn't feel good enough? Did it make you feel better? Or tell me about your struggles with lowercase d, that diet culture, or body dysmorphia, or your disordered eating or eating disorder. Whatever you're struggling with, I want to hear your story. So leave me a message and I'd love to highlight you on the next episode. Thank you, rioters. You are amazing and beautiful just as you are. I know.